What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Pursuing Purpose, episode three. Today, I'm joined by my friend, mentor, fellow worshiper, Jordan Henson. <laughs> Let's go. I'm um, so excited. You can just call me Joe. Yes. Thanks. Joe. I do apologize for that. No formalities needed. Um, right. <laughs> First Joe, and that's J-O. Not, not J-O-E. J-O-E. Not J-O-E. Not, yeah. Not, yeah. The, the cool Joe. Um, so, joined by Joe, we're going to be talking about friendships today, healthy friendships. So, Jordan, just go ahead and introduce yourself, kind of tell the people who you are, all about you. Oh, so, my name's Joe. My name's Joe. Um, I don't really know what to say about myself. Mm-hmm. I am a girl who tries to live her life authentically. Let's go. Um, She's an influencer. <laughs> that's so cringe i don't see Guys, myself as that whatsoever she's an influencer i'm, I'm you... an influencer to like five people who follow me on instagram okay so that if you watch it. her stories like <laughs> she went on when she went to uh um, utah yeah utah mm-hmm. i don't know why i blanked there it's okay she did like a whole influencer thing and posting her outfits and everything and people wanted to see it it was good i thought it was so people good people asked for it so i'm gonna give the people what they I want i love it because you're One so thing about real because you're so real thanks. that's why people love it thanks so um what details do you want um, I don't know. School job. I work at Branches, mm-hmm. formerly nice. known as Branches Counseling Center. We're just Branches now because we do so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to school at MTSU, graduated um, mid-pandemic. Literally didn't walk for graduation. Very sad. I remember the car parade we did. For yes, right. the real MVP showed lit. up. The real no, MVPs did. Literally during COVID, that became a huge thing. The car parades. Yeah, because no one. Because that's like, really all yeah, you could yeah. do. We did that for fun, my birthday yeah. too. My birthday yeah. is in April. This is literally almost a week after my birthday. Yeah, twenty-five now. Twenty-five. Let's go. Um, quarter of a century. She and can rent a car. Yes. Will <laughs> I? Probably not. <laughs> um, but she can. But. Um, we did that for my birthday too. We did a little car parade. Very fun. Let's go. Very fun. That's awesome. Um, work at branches. Mm-hmm. My husband is Dylan. Yes. That's what you guys know. He's married. Um, Check the ring. Married. Let's go. Cha-ching. Um, <laughs> anything uh, else? I think that's about think, it. Oh, that's a good little introduction. Yeah. We'll get more into Kay. who you are and stuff. So Kay. let's do some icebreakers. This is something that <laughs> this is, is, she didn't give me this beforehand. So I'm I don't, scared. so look, I send the talking points, like questions for like the main topic, but I do not send the icebreakers ahead yeah. of time. And so I'm very excited for these. This is like the funnest part probably. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Okay. So the first one, what is your most used emoji? I feel like you can okay. tell a lot about a person by their emojis that they use. Mine, like, like, you know, it switches. So I'll give you my current top emoji. I think Let's see. See, I checked mine today, and I'm like, this could not be real. It's just like the prayer hands. Okay. Right. I'm Boring. Just, exactly. I'm like, that's <laughs> just not Just kidding. Real. So let's see what mine is. Oh, this is very fitting. I got a few up in here that are pretty good. Mine's this. Yes, that's my second one. I do that a lot. Right. I send it to everyone. That's my, my second, second use, most used one. I have the eyes. It's the a laughing hands. face. Yes. I laughing with the tears. With mm-hmm. the tears. I also use the, like the smiling, but like with tears in them. Mm-hmm. Those are my top three. Yep. My top three are the prayer hands, the heart, and the praise hands. Where it's like the- also another one that's very telling for my personality mm-hmm. is the emoji where it's literally just the eyes and the tongue sticking out. Eh. <laughs> I don't use that one a lot, but that's a good one. Oh, I do. A, I use the double eye one where, the, where it's like, you know, yeah. that one. I use mm-hmm. that one a lot. That's good. You got to add some people who don't right. text with emojis. Please text me yeah, add some so pizzazz. we can break this down. Right. 
Ouch. Y'all trying to think it's not fun mm-hmm. and like texting shouldn't be that. No, it's mm. fun. It's got to have some personality. Mm. So that's just, that's just me. Exactly. Whatever. All right. That's good. Okay. Who has the best French fries in town or just anywhere? That's a good question. It's a good question. And I feel like I'm going to go with like an OG answer. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like would go with like Chick-fil-A or something. And like, I really enjoy it. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm not no. taking it because oh, I do no, have no, good no. French fries. I have other ones, but I do think, I think Chick-fil-A, they just have such a unique thing. And if they're like hot with like salt and everything, I think they're pretty fine. I like the, this is a weird word. Hang with me. I like the eat ability mm-hmm. of a waffle fry. Cause you can like fold it, get more sauce. Yes, it's a mouthful. Exactly. It's exactly. not like one French fry. That's like I not. I like that word. Eat ability. You know? My favorite is a, a good hot crunchy salty mcdonald's french fry that's good oh my gosh okay I literally asked always my mom, i literally asked my mom this question she was like mcdonald's and she doesn't yeah. we don't eat mcdonald's she doesn't like mcdonald's food but french fries like we'll just go and get a basket of french fries yes. just to have like kaylee would get that a lot going to cheer and stuff yeah she would just pick up a basket of french fries and like a dr pepper or something yep it's it's they're solid I they're hot i'm a mcdonald's ready, stand you know? i'll say that oh and it's got to be extra salty Yes, get that extra salt. You cannot. You can get hot, crunchy, steamy, yep. yummy, fresh French fries, but if they don't have salt, they, they it's a miss. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. That's just where it is. Oh my god. Me and Danielle, though, y'all need to know we've got some history. She's really got some strong opinions about some food choices. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Okay. <laughs> trust me. Okay. We're sticking on we'll the. We'll talk about it later. We're sticking on the food thing for a while, but trust me, that's the topic we're gonna cover. Oh, I'll talk about that all day long. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're going to say on the food thing, okay. if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what oh, would it be? Oh, that is not a question I can answer. Right. I have so... Okay, so a meal can have multiple courses, correct? Yeah, I would say so. So, like, I'm going to have multiple cuisines up in here, okay? <laughs> okay. We're going to start with some chips and salsa. Yes, that was my mom's answer. Probably, like, chips sucker. and salsa from Chili's. Right. Hey, let's go. Chips and salsa from Chili's. Um, then I'd start with, like, a maybe, like, an appetizer sushi roll. That was my answer. Um, appetizer like sushi roll. Then I really do enjoy a good pizza. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a couple slices of pizza. Yeah. And for dessert, I definitely want to go to Andy's. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get an ooey gooey. Um, what is it called? A concrete, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's right, also a lot of things good. I'm missing in there. Yeah. There's a lot of things. Nuances. It's but palette, I mean, though. yeah, I'm a very, variety. I have very diverse palate. I love very all the variety. cuisines. Yeah. What's yours? So I said, I'm thinking, like, if you had to pick one thing. Oh, sorry, guys. I no, didn't no, follow no, that rule. No, no, you're good. That's a great I answer. can't pick one thing. I, right. I said, <laughs> right now, I would say sushi, honestly. Yeah. And I've been on a She's sushi She's obsessed kick. with sushi. It's actually kind of scary. Yeah. I've been on okay? the sushi <laughs> right? Um, now, Chips and Salsa is a good one. I would drink that sucker, as you know. I stuck- Y'all. Pause. We're going to insert a video here. Yes. Is that good? Okay, and then okay, there we go. <laughs> Literally a straw in her mouth in the cup. Well, listen, I'll eat some chewies too. Right. Ooh. No, okay. Here's here's what happened then. So Nick, I don't even know the straw was in there. Nick puts a straw in the salsa and I looked down, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a straw in the salsa. And he's like, Someone's yeah, gotta drink it. I was like, okay, I guess if I have to, I'll drink the So I drank the salsa and she like um took a video and put it on her story. The crazy thing is, my mom was at another Mexican restaurant the same night, same time. She was telling my dad, Man, like I really just want to drink this salsa right now. And then she opens her phone, and it's literally a video of me drinking this. It's also. in the blood. So it was. It's in their blood. It's just a god thing. It, it, we were having a moment. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I probably do like sushi or chips and salsa. Okay, those are pretty solid. But I agree. Yeah, for sure. Okay, they're probably the best. 
Right. <laughs> I love a crispy wonton. Some like Asian cuisine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't love rock and roll sushi. Into, yeah, I'm not a big But they have good either. appetizers. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, everything fries is good. Yeah, Let's all true. be honest with ourselves. But, I mean... Mm. I could talk about it all day. Right. I could talk about, about it all, all day. Okay, we do have one more food thing, though. I know what you're going to ask. So, me and Jordan have this feud. And it's been happening for many years now, actually. I'm just going to say it. Moe's versus Chipotle. <laughs> okay. We have very different answers. Right. And we will fight about this we will scream fight about this literally it's it's just an ongoing thing we have you know very differing um, points of view on this but um i'm team chipotle i literally could probably put stock in chipotle i've eaten it so much (laughs) and i will continue to eat it so i just feel like okay look most has more options they have like nachos and like i feel like they have like more meat and like more things you can add on i feel like chipotle has like rice cheese and like uh, what's that stuff? Cilantro. You know what I'm saying? They don't and have you cilantro all... that you can put on your things. Oh, see, that's another thing. They don't have cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's that's why. I feel like but it just ahead. doesn't have as much. I feel like, okay. and I mean, I love nachos, and they don't have nachos. They literally have bowls and like burritos, and that's it. Okay, so my perspective is. I like the things at Chipotle so much that you don't need a ton of ingredients to put inside of your bowl. I love the flavors enough. It's just, mm-hmm. it's perfect. To me, this is just to me, Moe's does not have a ton of flavor and it tastes very cheap. Mm. So that's where I sit. I understand why people like Moe's. Their queso probably is a little bit better than Chipotle, but that's not really what Chipotle's known for. So like, yeah, I'm not sure. upset that they're not good at queso. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to like a fast, casual Mexican place, I'm not like, oh. I really want some chips and queso. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the guac, that's for sure. <laughs> we could talk about that all day. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, it's okay. Yeah. We can still fight about it, but at the end of the day, we're going to be on either side of the equation. Yeah. And I, I do like Chipotle. Like, I've been to Chipotle. I get, a, I get a bowl. It's good. She doesn't hate her time. Let's talk about that. I, I don't, yeah. I don't hate it. Do I hate Moe's? Moving on, next question. Haters going to hate, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Haters going to hate. And I will hate. <laughs> moving okay. on that's all the icebreakers that i have so okay. very thank fun you. those were good yes snaps for the that segment of icebreakers everyone's favorite those part, were good apparently those were good um okay so let's talk about the you um you were married like very young yes like consider you were 19 yes right 19 as a child okay like let's talk about that for a little bit what was it like being married so young how, how old was dylan dylan was 21 Okay. Barely. Okay. So like year and a half difference or something. Mm-hmm. Two year difference. Two year difference. Two years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got talk. married young. So yeah. I got married when I was 19. I got engaged less than a month after I graduated high school. Wow. Wild. That's crazy. Um, we got married in, or we got engaged in June. Then we got married in that next August of 2017. Mm-hmm. So this year we'll be married six years wow crazy that's crazy i feel like it's been so um, much longer though i know it feels like forever like, I, I feel like remember. i've known y'all because we became friends when y'all were already married yeah so i don't know I feel like danielle was not longer. at my wedding guys she really no. holds that against me still but like if you, we knew each other we really did we knew each other. we were not like this though no 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 i feel like today she would have been in my wedding yeah i was like today if you were getting <laughs> like you'll for sure be in my wedding but like today if you were okay getting married, pause we will reference back to this podcast whenever she does get engaged and married one day. And if I'm not in her wedding, 
I'm suing. She's hold it against Moving me. on. I'll probably cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, we were not that close. So I, I it's a joke, but I kind of do hold it. I wish it, we were. There's that starting off. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I wish. And that maybe I'm realizing now that is something that you really have to deal with later when you mm-hmm. do get married young is when you're kind of in your young adult years, kind of like me and Dylan are now mm-hmm. in our twenties. That's so awkward. <laughs> oh, no, oh, serious XM's calling everyone. <laughs> I don't even have a subscription with them. I don't know why they're calling. <laughs> um, you don't have your core group of friends mm-hmm. when you're 19 that you find when you're in your twenties. And in my opinion, and I feel like a lot of people can attest to this. Some people can't, and that's okay because we live different lives. But really, in your 20s is where you find your core group of people. Yeah. It's just the age where everyone's doing the same thing, and everyone's looking for community. Mm-hmm. So everyone's needing each other. Yeah. And we're committed, and we're loyal, and we love each other, and we love each other in practical ways. We go out mm-hmm. to dinner together. We'll go have sleepovers. We'll do movie nights. We'll do whatever. Um, but you don't have that when you get married at 19. So yeah. there, we literally have a whole separate group of friends mm. than we did when we got married. It's wild. Yeah. Me and Dylan like talk about sometimes like, what would our wedding look like now mm-hmm. if we got married at this age? Completely different. Mm-hmm. We would have way more people there, yeah, oh yeah. which I love. Sure. Like mm-hmm. I only talked to my sister was one of my bridesmaids and Brittany Spicer, the OG, my BFF. Right. <laughs> she was one of my bridesmaids. You, God bless her. Um, Nick Samar. Nick's cool too, I guess, but oh. it's really pretty. Yeah, we do love Nick. <laughs> he was there, right? He actually was very kind. He took pictures of all of us girls getting ready. It was Aww. very sweet. Um, we love you, Nick. We really do. That was just a joke. We really do love you. Right. Um, but I probably only talked to like two of my five bridesmaids mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah, three maybe. But like you know, things just change. Yeah. <clears throat> Another thing that I thought of. Um for getting married young, which this is more of like a reflecting now mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and I'm going to be the one that's going to like say it how it is. And it's real. Danielle knows this. Everyone yes. in real life knows this. I'm authentic her. and I'm going to yes. say how it is. Even if it like is a little brutal and mm-hmm. it's a little honest, that's yeah. the way life has to be sometimes. Yes. So no marriage is perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If someone tells you that, they're probably lying. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Hate to burst they're probably your not married. <laughs> yeah. They're probably not married. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Dylan and I are in this season of, I think a perfect word is reconstructing the base of the marriage that we built when we were young. Mm -hmm. Because when you're 19, you don't know what healthy communication looks like. Or you know what healthy communication looks like for a Mm 19-year-old, but you don't know what that looks like when you both work full-time jobs and Mm -hmm. you're committed to church and you have friendships and your life looks completely different than it did when you first got married. So that's kind of in the season that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. We're not rebuilding because nothing's crumbled. Yeah. But we're reconstructing and becoming stronger than we ever that's have like, that's been. That's a good word, like and a good use of word. Right exactly. There. And Absolutely. being intentional, mm-hmm. being intentional with yeah. the, the time that you have together when every other minute is spoken for in the day, mm-hmm. you have to choose to spend time with your partner. I'm going to say your spouse, your husband, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you really have to because that is where your relationship is built and yeah. it continues to grow and it continues to be cultivated and it continues to stay rooted in the things that really matter to you. For us, mm-hmm. it's faith, it's friends, it's family, it's all the faith, three Fs. 
We have family Ooh. and fun. <laughs> friends. Oh. <laughs> so that was good danielle's really listening here everyone she's really taking this all in this is why we're best <laughs> first word of advice for friends someone that makes you laugh that's what you need that's why i'm here everyone right. i don't really know what else can i contribute to this thing but that's what i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you that's a laugh such good advice though yeah no, so, it's so good that's really all i have Absolutely. to say it, what it's like being married so young is six almost six years in taking a deep breath and saying, okay, we are not 19 anymore. Mm-hmm. What can we do now that's going to sustain us for the next 10, 20, 30 years? Mm-hmm. We don't so have good. kids yet. So we've lived our six years together. I mean, of course, we've been together many, many years before we got married. We met when we were freshmen in high school. That's, that's a whole other story. That's Maybe you can bring hearts. me on and we can um, talk about that whole story about how we met and all that stuff. But we've yeah, been together be for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So we've lived 10 years together, just us being selfish with our time. Mm -hmm. But along with being selfish with our time, we can focus on each other and not worry about sharing it with a tiny human. We do have a little dog. Her name's Ginger and she's great. (laughs) And she really does take a lot of attention. We love you, Ginger. But she's perfect. But she also is not a child. She's not waking up in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. She's not as involved whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, so now we're really trying to use this time to make sure that our future looks the way that it needs to. Yes. So. No, that's awesome. That's what I have for that one, this guys. This wasn't even supposed to be relationships, but that's amazing. What you just I could said. talk about that for a long time. Oh, no. That's for real. Okay. I love that. Oh, that's so good. Okay. That was good. Nugget number one. <clears throat> right. Done. Yes. Check. We'll clip that. I'll put some kind of clip on Instagram or something. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to move into friendships. Um, I thought Jordan would be the perfect person to talk about friendships with. Um, we've been friends for a while. since I, I feel like we started becoming like really good friends when I was like a sophomore. During the pandemic. Yeah. What so grade I was were a you sophomore. in? Or the pandemic yeah, literally, started when I was a sophomore. I um, would pick her up so when we were supposed to be locking down. Mm-hmm. Don't tell nobody this because I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> But I would pick her up. Poor Danielle. She literally rode with me in the car. And I was like, I literally just need to get out of my house. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to come pick you up and we're going to drive. I drove her to the big fat city of Lovern. (laughs) She showed me around (laughs) all her, like her old house, your old house, your old high school, like all around there. So like some place you guys used to eat when you were kids. Um, just like, which was nothing. Funny. None was of this so is cool fancy, though. by the way. None of this is like, right. None, nobody wants to lay their eyes on this stuff. I don't know why I took her here. There was the only place uh, I could think about that was like 30 minutes away. I'm hungry. You hear I know, my stomach? Yeah, I could hear that. I don't Far know if y'all heard that. But LOL. Hopefully you did it. Um, but yes. So I'm about to slide off this stool. Um, yeah, probably around the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then we did our little drive and got snacks at the gas station. Yes. And then we um, went back to your house and then stuck our feet in the pool and sat there and talked for forever. Yes, we had talkies and stuff. Yeah. Especially, like, at the beginning of our friendship. It, I think it was, like, in the summer. And so, like, you and Dylan would come over and swim after work or something. That was really fun. We yep. haven't done that in a while, though. But this summer is going to be popping. I will be there every day. I was day. gone last summer. I was gone last summer. Yeah, she was gone last summer. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I'm back. And now she ain't. It's on back, so now you can have fun. (laughs) 
Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been good friends. We started off because she was a youth leader, and that's kind of, and mm-hmm. we both did worship together. So she really started off as a, as a mentor. I mean, she still is a mentor, but that's kind of how we started off. And we, our friendship has just grown. And now that I'm there an adult, more sisters. Yes. I would say she's definitely more like a sister to me now. Yes. Her parents have adopted me. Officially, my name is Jordan Green. Yes. Thank you. Not even hyphenated, just green. <laughs> just green. <laughs> forget everything right. else. She drops forget sparks, Dylan, she drops, forget Sparks, right. forget everything. Yeah. Jordan, no. Jordan Green, we love it. Joe Green. I'm here for it. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about the first kind of thing. It's just like, what characteristics make good friends? Like, what would you say is just some really good, like, foundational things that good friendships, good relationships like this need to have? Um... The first thing that comes to mind is honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, that speaks for both friendships and slightly maybe mentorships as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like any relationship obviously yeah, needs to Yeah, relationships have in general, I would But say. especially in a relationship like we have and like mm-hmm. other people have where you really have the opportunity to speak into somebody's life, not just me speaking to her, she speaks into me as well. Mm-hmm. You have to have the freedom to be mm-hmm. honest and you trust have to have there too the trust yeah, trust goes with the freedom the trust mm-hmm. the um i guess trust was the other word i was looking for you really have to believe in this person and know mm-hmm. what they're about true yeah. truly to accept what they have to say mm-hmm. but also the person giving the honesty has to feel comfortable enough to say i know this person is going to receive what i have to say mm-hmm. if they don't receive it well Part of that may be on them and then where they're kind of standing with their defenses mm-hmm. up. It also may be in the delivery. Regardless, that's communication styles. Regardless, you have to have that open line of communication yeah. where you both can be honest with each other. I think me and Danielle, just like any friendship does, we have to work on that. Mm-hmm. But it's naturally, it's gotten better as we've gotten older. Mm-hmm. So when she was a sophomore in high school, I probably had to say things a little more softer to Danielle. <laughs> but now I'm like, yo girl, like what's going on? Yeah. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And she really, <laughs> Jordan's just so good with like pulling things out of me. And so I think that's also like, Danielle really tries not to talk about things. Oh yeah. If you know me <laughs> and if you're, if you know me and we're close and you're in my life, you know, I just don't talk about my emotions. I keep things hidden. And so like to have a friend like Jordan and I have other people in my life that do this too, but like having a friend like her, who's like, no, like you're not okay. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. And like, it's helped me so much. Like I'd be in a hole right now. She would literally, (laughs) she tends to draw up, not Mm -hmm. to make this about you. She does tend to draw up. Mm -hmm. So find a friend that's going to make you do the opposite of what is comfortable to you. Yes. Like that you have similarities, but also that you're very different in uh, like styles of. Yep handling things we're very different yeah we're very much the same yes but we are very different mm-hmm. and that's which good. danielle probably pulls me into being like probably pull back the reins a little bit because mm-hmm. i'm like a very direct person as we probably learned the other night <laughs> yeah very direct oh, yes. person <laughs> very direct <laughs> person i really tend to like to me there's no time to beat around the bush mm-hmm. there's no time to speak softly if there mm-hmm. is no is the, there's no reason to speak softly yeah so i tend to be like blunt Say it how it is. Danielle's yeah. probably like, so yeah. let's think about this maybe before we do it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think like, about thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. And for me, and see, and I think we have, we can both grow so much from each other's ways of doing that too. Because mm-hmm. for me, I beat around the bush more than just being like, when a lot of times it's, it's going to be so much better if I'm just like, hey, you know, like, yeah. and I just say it how do it, it is. Do it as you think yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. And so, but there is some times where you could, pull, you know, like you said, pull back the reins, maybe not be as direct. So 
Just finding that balance. Perfect balance, yeah. But having friends that balance you like that. Yep. And so I think that's Honesty. Always, yeah. Balance. What else? Do you have something? Um, I just said trust. That was, pre- that was my good. big thing was just trust. So like, and that does have to be built. Yes. It really it, does. Yeah. Obviously like I'm not going to go to you and just tell you my life story if I don't know you, you know, but just building that trust throughout the months, years, whatever. And then just being able to, you know, I know that whatever I tell you, you're going to keep in confidence. You're going to give me the advice that I need that, you know, the best advice that you can give based on your experiences. Um, and then I can, you know, receive it well or not receive it well. And that's on me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so just trust. This, I may be jumping ahead of, I don't, again, we cannot read the schedule here. bounce (laughs) around. I'm blind right now because I don't have my glasses on. Um, I don't know if you're going to bring up the Enneagram. Oh, no, that's great. I love that. I am a six. If you want to know something about me, I'm a six, which Mm -hmm. is a loyalist. Mm -hmm. Loyalist speaks for itself. Sixes are also very scared people, typically. Mm -hmm. And I am, if you know anything about me. We can get into that later if you want. We don't have to. That's a whole thing. Um, but what's your wing? Seven. Wing seven. Okay. Six wing seven is called okay. the buddy. Okay. Which is very much what I am. Yeah. I'm very sense. go with the flow. I love to say mm-hmm. yes to everything, yeah. but also mm-hmm. like there's a big pull because mm-hmm. as I want to say yes to everything, I love to plan for things. So yeah. There's a bunch of anxiety there, just like yes. a bunch of tension. But on the loyalist side. When I let someone into my inner circle, it takes a minute for them to get there because mm-hmm. they have to prove themselves trustworthy, yeah, loyal. Absolutely. They have to like not really have any like, what's the right word? Counter. They. I know what you're. They to don't say. need to want anything else from me. They want. They don't want to. Yes. Take okay, something okay. and go. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to use you. Because I've been used a lot in my life, mm-hmm. and I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, but once people are in my circle. They stay in my circle. They're mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to be loyal to them. And to me, it's easy for me to trust those people until they break that trust. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's things in life that happen that way. But if I'm speaking to the people out there, everyone's going to have their diff- different levels of trust and what that looks like to be built for them. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a new friend or a new friendship or relationship or someone that they don't know. Or if you've known them for 10 years and you're in a new season of your friendship and you're rebuilding what you used to have and it's going to look different, building that trust again is going to look very different. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's going to be inklings of what you guys had previously, but it's really going to be building something new. And there's nothing wrong with that, but remain open, remain willing to be transparent, um, but also lead with love that sounds like such a stupid cliche cheesy sentence lead with love (laughs) Love. but if you really think about it to me when i say lead with love i mean lead with kindness Mm -hmm. lead with grace lead with how would i feel if i was in this situation Mm -hmm. put your perspective is everything empathy do you know empathy means (laughs) empathy means (laughs) taking your perspective and shifting it to the Mm -hmm. other person's that really changes how you start feeling about them so Lead with kindness, lead with love yep. to help build that trust. And then that's where the roots grow deep mm-hmm. because everything else sprouts from that. But you build from the trust and yeah. you build from the basis that you've built on love and mm-hmm. kindness and empathy. Oh, so good. All the good things that matter, the meat of the relationship. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that didn't make sense. No, it did. Okay. It did. America, y'all, y'all can so piece sorry. it together. <laughs> No, it really did. Okay. Um, I love that. Um, so we've talked about some good things. Let's talk about like some red flags. Okay. Um, red flags. And then also like, when would you say is like 
the right time to move away from a friendship. Okay. You know, and like just seeing that, um, obviously you don't want to let a friendship go, but there comes a point where like sometimes you have to and mm-hmm. it's for the better. Yeah. So what would you say to that? Um, I feel like all of the answers to both of these questions can be very subjective. So anyone listening to this, take this with a grain of salt in comparison to your situation. Cause this may mm-hmm. not apply. Yeah. This is just from my experience, from Danielle's experience. It may apply great. And if it doesn't, don't be offended by it. Mm-hmm. Um, some red flags that I have seen personally that I've experienced is manipulation. If someone mm-hmm. is communicating with you in a way that's trying to get you to do something for them, which that's not necessarily mm-hmm. bad, but if it has an ulterior motive, that's the word I was looking for. Yes. If motives. the person has an ulterior motive behind what they're saying, but they're not communicating mm-hmm. that and they're wanting something that they're not willing to directly communicate to you, yeah. that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. If they're not willing to say, this is what I need or this is what I want from you, mm-hmm. but they're willing to <clears throat> twist it and like manipulate, manipulate you into mm-hmm. giving them what they need or want, red flag yes another red flag probably is people who do not support where you are in your season mm-hmm. oh that's good that may be that's good the first thing that comes to mind is maybe in your walk with god mm-hmm. i have lots of friends that over the past probably year and a half have just walked away from their relationships with the lord in a deconstruction season and they're kind of just like sitting and living in it. And my life looks very different from that. Mm -hmm. And just because they're choosing to do something that makes sense for their life right now, doesn't mean that I can't support them in that. Mm -hmm. Same with me. Say someone who has never had a relationship with the Lord sees my life and my walk with God Mm -hmm. and my walk with my friends looking completely different than their life. If they can't see themselves supporting me, red flag. Mm-hmm. Because if they would expect support from me and yeah. their lifestyle, but they're not willing to give it to me, mm-hmm. that's not fair. Yep. Let's let's talk about why you're wanting something from me that you're not willing to give. Yeah. Red flag. Um, going on from there. What is the word I'm looking for? It's been a very long day, guys. And my brain is very tired. <laughs> no, you're doing um, so continuing good, on with this theme. Yeah. Supporting people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even in seasons where you wouldn't do anything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. I have some friends that sometimes make choices mm-hmm. that I probably would not make myself, but that's probably a Joe thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's probably a them thing that they're choosing to do. But support and love look different. Mm-hmm. Support and grace look different. Support and friendship look different. Yeah. For everyone. For me, I choose to stay in friendship with these people with no expectation of anything in return. And saying, I love you and I choose to be friends with you mm-hmm. with nothing in return. Yeah. You can never give me another thing in my life. And I am okay being your friend because you are kind to me. Yep. You love me. You support me. You walk beside me, even though our lives look completely different. We are night and day. And there are people that like nobody here at church knows about. There are people I went to high school with that I'm still very close to. Yeah. And their lives look completely different than mine. Mm-hmm. But we are cheering each other on in any season because we would want that from each other. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. That's a green no, flag. That's good. Yeah. Green flag. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have any red flags? I just said like drama. And what I mean yes. by that is like if all yes. this person wants to do is just talk to you about other people or about, you know, whatever, then that's not the friendship for you. Like and like and I mean for you, I mean for me. Um also if you're scared to be yourself around them, like if you're like mm, holding back good. like a part of yourself because you're afraid of what they might think of you, um, that's probably not okay. You know what I'm saying? Um there was something else. I guess just like, I mean, one example is I had a friendship a few years back where like, oh, this is what I was going to say. And this example helps with it. So I started to, you know, it was a lot of drama every time she would come to me. She'd be talking about somebody. And I started to see myself change because of that. I started mm. to be more dramatic and start talking about people and okay. be more negative. My family started seeing changes in me. My friends started seeing changes in me. And so when you start changing for the worse and people around you start noticing that, then just probably we need to like analyze yep. the friendship that's going on and get down to the root of the problem. Yep. So I'd say if you see yourself changing for and everyone not a else good thing, that used to be friends with you kind of scattering, yeah, kind of like scattering away. You or find like, yourself isolated. You're yes. like, oh, people probably aren't liking the way exactly. that I'm behaving. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just one example. And look, and I'm good now. Got away from that, and that was just you know I needed to to step back from that friendship. And now look at me now, like you know I feel like I'm doing pretty good. Yep. Um, so yeah, if you see yourself changing, um, don't change yourself for like anybody, yep. you know, unless you're making yourself better, unless you're getting better and you feel okay with that. But yeah. Another red flag. This is more of a practical thing is this is something that happened with me in a friendship that I kind of just chose to walk away from because it was way more exhausting than it was life giving. Um, which is also another thing to analyze. Is it mm-hmm. life giving or yep. is it sucking the life out of you? Yes, that's good. Um, when, when someone asks you to do all of the things, come meet me, come do this, come, come bring me this, or I want to see you, but only if you're willing to do most of the work. Mm-hmm. Question mark. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. So why can't you do half the work? Mm-hmm. Why can't you meet me halfway? Why yep. can't we do, I drive to you one day, you drive to me one day. And like this person lives like hours away from me. Mm-hmm. So like it made no sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did it like once or twice and I was like, this is so not practical for my life. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for you to say no. Yeah. It's okay for you boundaries. to see, see boundaries. a friendship. When your boundaries are being violated, that's when you walk mm-hmm. away from a friendship. Yes. Absolutely. Period. Ooh, that's good. That's, that's the line. Why do we talk for so long? That's the line. When your boundaries are being violated, that, that's, and that's for anything, relationships, friendships, like work, now this is a very, whatever. This is a very important thing to say as well. When you do choose to walk away from a friendship or you do choose to walk away from a relationship, there's a way to do it with grace. Yes. Even if you've been hurt in the worst way. Mm-hmm. There's a way to do it respectfully. There's a way to do it with love. There's a way mm-hmm. to do it and not regret anything that yeah. you've done. Because I've done that before. I've walked away from friendships and I've walked away from relationships and I've said things that I really regret. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could go back now and walk away in a peaceful way. Because now I think about that and I'm mm-hmm. like, that probably hurt them. And that was a little unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I know I was probably hurt in the friendship. I know I was probably let down a couple times. Yeah. But that doesn't give me a right to disrespect someone. Mm-hmm. So if you're a young person listening to this, please just remember that there's always a respectful way to do everything in your life. Yeah. And don't act out of emotion. Don't act out of frustration. Don't act out of anger. Mm-hmm. Take a minute. Take a deep breath. Let that motivate you in a healthy way, that's but good. don't let it control everything that yep. you do. Oh, that's so good. Guys, this is why Jordan's on the... I'm so glad Jordan's on the podcast. (laughs) Yay. Joe, I love you. Thanks. Um, That's so good. And 
This next <clears> question kind of, and it was, we should have just talked about it right after you talked about getting married so young, because I feel like okay. you kind of went in with your bridesmaids. How have your friendships changed as you've grown up and moved through seasons of life? Okay. How have you been able to navigate that? It's hard. <laughs> yeah. That's about all I have to say. I thought the wedding was such a perfect example. Like yeah. when y'all got married so young, like your friend group has like completely changed, yeah. you know, and shifted. So Dylan only has, of course, other than his brothers, Dylan has two brothers. Um, he's one of three. So two of, he, we each had five. Mm-hmm. I just hit the microphone again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we each had five. Dylan had two brothers. Blake. <laughs> um, Zach. My brother-in-law. I forgot Blake was in there. Blake. And Zach. I don't know why I And Zach. Those. And then he had a friend that he used to work with that he still talks to sometimes, but they are nowhere near as close as they were before. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of moved on. I also had five, and I talked to mm-hmm. maybe three out of the five. Yeah. Um, and Blake's still a big part of y'all's lives. Like, Blake is a huge yeah, part of Yeah, I was going to say, literally. He's a vital part of everyone's life. <laughs> yes. Right. And a lot of people don't know this, but Dylan mm-hmm. lived with Blake for three yes. years. Before we got married. Mm-hmm. Dylan, for those of you that don't know this, I'm not going to share the whole story. Dylan moved here in 20, the beginning of 2015 um, from Arizona to move to Tennessee. Um, he lived with my grandmother for a certain period of time because she was having some health issues and he kind of took care of the house and was doing the practical things. And then when he couldn't drive from Mount Juliet to Murfreesboro anymore, he moved in with Blake and a roommate. And that friendship has just stayed locked Mm -hmm. in. And Blake has taken care of us in seasons. We've taken care of him in seasons. Mm -hmm. Real shout out to Blake Evans. Yes, Blake Evans. Just a teaser before you move on. Blake will be in the podcast very soon. Just stay tuned. Blake's I'll be watching that one. Yes. Love you, Blake. Um, Okay. So my relationships. Yes. How they Mm, shifted. That is a good question. Um, One of my longest friendships I really thought was one that I needed to let go probably Mm -hmm. in the past couple of years. Just because... Nothing bad really happened. It's just maybe some natural frustration that happens when you grow apart from each yeah. other. Let's talk about that. That's normal. Mm-hmm. It's normal to feel tension. It's normal to yeah. feel frustrated when when life happens and you start not talking anymore, blah, 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 blah. Nothing happened. No one was really hurt. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it just makes sense for it to just yes. be let go. No mm-hmm. one's hurt. We'll just, whatever. That was a nice yeah. run. Yeah. Um, and then it picked back up recently and... I'm pleasantly surprised. Not mm-hmm. that I had any bad expectation, but I really kind of had no expectation going yeah. in because I guess I just didn't want to be hurt or I didn't want to mm-hmm. have a high expectation and then be let down. Yeah. Um, but that's going really well. Um, that's awesome. I guess one thing I can say, my stomach's right. I heard it again. Talking again. <laughs> I'm very hungry, guys. Um, <clears throat> go in with open expectation. Mm-hmm. Go in with open hands and say, here are my expectations. Here's a prayer for you. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm sitting here with my open hands and I'm holding my expectations. Take what you want and give what you need. So I have healthy things in my hands. I don't want to be holding anything that isn't healthy or isn't of the Lord. Yeah. Whether that's a friendship, whether that's attitude I have, whether that's a lifestyle I'm living. Mm I don't want to live anything that the Lord isn't handing me or he isn't telling me to do or he isn't yes. leading me into. Yep. So good. my friendships have come and go. Mm-hmm. Like, can we name drop here? There's no beef with this person. Yeah. Bree, Bree Downs. Mm-hmm. Y'all know Snooky? We text once every six months. Mm-hmm. And it's like Snooki. we... <laughs> I just realized you said that. <laughs> yeah, she was called that growing up. I don't right. know why. Um, it, was before Jer- Jer- it was before Jersey Shore, so... 
Definitely wasn't because of that. But we text once every six months, and it's like we never stop texting. Mm-hmm. We are just BFFs, and yeah. we probably will be to the day we die. That's awesome. And her life looks completely different than it did at my wedding and then it did three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like her life has just changed so much yeah. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's okay for us to live completely separate lives yeah. and still be friends yep. and say, I support you. I love what you're doing. You're busy. I'm busy. Do your thing, girl. For real. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's how some of my, a lot of my friendships have gone. We're just mm-hmm. living two separate lives. Yep. We're busy people. We're tired people. We have no time to meet up. Mm-hmm. But we love each other and we see each other for who yep. we are. Um, there's friendships like Danielle that have just grown and have flourished and have grown into something I never imagined, mm-hmm. but I now cannot imagine my life without it. Yeah. People like Brittany Spicer. God bless Brittany Spicer. Anyone She's who knows a Brittany. Godsend. Anyone who knows Brittany. I'm trying loves to get Brittany. her on too. I need you to show her some support down in the comments um, or something. I'm trying to get her on this podcast. Pause. I just hit this microphone. Um, the Spicer family on Instagram. You can message <clears throat> at the Britney Spicer and please spam her with all the messages yes. telling her to jump on the podcast because yes. y'all think I got wisdom. Oh my god, she's got y'all. exponential wisdom like, far above anything. That and I literally, could ever it could give be you. any topic. It does not matter what it is. Literally, it's probably you could ask her what what color pillow. Needs to match my couch. She's going to give you the most beautiful answer you've ever heard. And it's going to be correct. Yes. You're going to ask her, do I need to let this relationship go? Right. And she's going to give you the best answer you've ever heard in your entire exactly. life. This woman is a godsend. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and her and Nick both. I'm just like, the amount of wisdom in that family. Like, those children are going to grow up and just be like scholars. Another piece of they, wisdom they, that they I have for you. They don't have to you. go to school. They just, they're just they're Speaking parents. into mentorships, mm-hmm. find someone yeah. like the Spicers. Yes, absolutely. If y'all don't know who the Spicers are, I will pray for you to find a Spicer. <laughs> um, Everyone needs a Spicer in their life. I'm serious. Yeah. Because I've walked through times in my faith mm-hmm. where I've questioned things heavily. Mm-hmm. I have been confused. I have been hurt. I have been filled with all of these questions and thoughts and lies but thinking that they were truth because I had no one speaking truth into me. Yeah. A lot of that stuff can cloud your mind and your brain, Mm -hmm. but you need someone speaking truth into you. That is what Nick Spicer has been to me. Oh my gosh. God bless Mm -hmm. Nick Spicer. I ask him the hard questions that I would be embarrassed to ask Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I know you should never be embarrassed to ask (laughs) Jesus questions, but sometimes you need that truth Mm -hmm. from a practical sense of someone standing you right in the face, looking you in the eyes saying, let that go. Yeah. You can do better. Yep. Or you're doing great. And I can see that you're really trying and the Lord sees that and he honors it. Mm-hmm. So find Danielle sees me as her mentor and I'm so honored by that. I mm-hmm. see Nick as my mentor. Mm-hmm. I also have a couple of other mentors, you know, oh, they yeah. kind of all just speak into different areas of my life, you, yeah, but I wouldn't say just have one mentor. Like I think it's important to have yes. many, many people yes. that you can get, you know, different advice from even on one topic, like ask different make people. sure they give sound information yeah. and make you sure it's a ma- phony people. Ma- yeah. I was going to say, make sure it's like a good, <laughs> like, you know, probably, you know, faith-based, biblical person, you know, whatever. Whatever follows your values. Yeah, exactly. Find someone that speaks into that and that you trust. Mm -hmm. Because I've been saved a lot from going Mm -hmm. down some dark, confusing paths for people speaking life into me. Mm -hmm. And I said faith-based just because that's the environment that I'm in. Sure. That's that's what we're walking in. But, yeah, that's my personal experience. But just like she said, whoever, like, has the same values as you. If you're in your career field, find a mentor that's going to speak into your next season and help you set goals Mm -hmm. and help you move forward towards that. You yeah. know, Nick's whatever. definitely been a person, especially like right now in my life. Nick has been a big person because we work together. So 
you know, we're always doing stuff sure. together. And so he's been a person that's really been speaking to my life and he's so wise and stuff too. But yeah, mentors are amazing. Yes. So you always need a mentor. Everyone, everyone. Absolutely. And something, and I told you this, something Pastor Bryce told me, cause I asked him, cause he's one of my mentors too. And I asked him, um, what is like the best leadership advice you've ever been given or that you could give somebody? Yeah. And he said, every leader needs a leader. Mm. I was like, that's crazy. And then we did the Bible study, Boy Jesus, and he was in, you know, where he was I've in never the heard of this. He was 12 years old. Boy Jesus? Yes. That was the story. In the oh, Bible, it's called Boy you, Jesus. Okay. I Remember, thought you meant the like name of the, study. the name of the study. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. No, I'm just story of my life. <laughs> no it was the name of the bible study in the okay. in that specific story where he's in the temple you know and he's 12 years old and he's with all the scholars and the teachers and stuff and his parents leave and they come back um and he's in there jesus is in there he's 12 years old and he's like listening to all these people asking them questions and i'm like this is jesus he doesn't need anybody he already has so much revelation he already has yep. so much wisdom but he is leading by example and being led by others yep and so I just think if that's, you ever think yeah. you've reached the top and don't need someone yeah. speaking into you, that's when you need somebody speaking into you. You need someone even more than normal people. <laughs> right. Everyone, everyone, every person yeah. in my life that is mentoring me has a mentor. Yep. Like, and it just never keeps ending going up cycle. So that's a little snippet about mentorship, which I love Good, we yes. to throw that in there. I yes, love, yes, yes. I love that. Yes. And friendships and mentorships can go together too. Absolutely. Because like a I lot of them do go hand in hand. They do. I mean, you exactly. have to build that relationship first from somewhere mm -hmm. unless you kind of get a plug from someone else saying, Hey, yeah. I know of this great person that can speak yes. into your life. Here's their number. All my mentors were friends first. Yep. So I agree. Same. So that's just how it is. Yep. But man, that was really that was good. That was a good little snippet about a little, about, a little sneak peeky. Mentorship. Um I guess we'll just kind of end with and I know we've talked about this the entire time, but what does a healthy friendship look like? Like, what's just some key points that, like, truly just healthy friendships look like? You could even okay. give, like, biblical examples. I don't know if you want to talk about that. But just in your life. I have a really bad thing. memory and don't really remember a lot of Bible stories. <laughs> I just, I wrote some examples down when thinking about this. I think of, like, Paul and Timothy. Yes. They were, like, really good examples of that. Um, David and Jonathan were really good examples of that. Yeah. Um, you know, so just thinking about that and looking to them, you know, because I'm a Christian. I look, you know, I read the Bible. So just looking to them for... That's where our basis comes from, is from the Bible, yep. you know, in my life at least. And so just looking at that, that's where I get my guidance from. Um, so seeing like their friendships and then trying to model that in my life. And mm -hmm. then I have read on a scripture, uh, Proverbs 18, 24, one of my favorite verses. It says, who has, sorry, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there's mm. a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And so that literally reminded me of you. Cause I feel like we're friends, but like we've, that's you know, so sweet. I consider you a sister. That's so just something sister like that. But yeah. What kind of do you want to end with as far as like healthy friendships? Um, any last advice? Big highlight points. Yeah. We can just recap. Make much. sure you find people who pour life into you. Mm -hmm. People who respect your boundaries and maybe help you reevaluate and build healthier boundaries. Yeah. If they, see you going back to the honesty as well. If they say you struggling and say, Hey, Danielle, I think probably in a more loving way than this, an actual conversation, not a podcast. <laughs> um, Hey, I think you've been struggling with this or you've shared with me that you've been struggling mm -hmm. with this. Let's try this solution. Yeah. Have you thought about this? Yep. Improving the healthiness of your life, improving yeah. the health of your life <clears throat> and the boundaries. Do not find someone who is violating your boundaries mm -hmm. and then not finding that a problem. 
say if you do find someone and a good close friend of yours, I would hope that if I'm violating some of Danielle's boundaries, she would speak to me Mm -hmm. and she would say, Hey, I have this kind of built for a reason. I'd love to stay within this. Yeah. Or this is the boundary that I've set Mm -hmm. me as a healthy friend. You should have a healthy friend that should say, Mm -hmm. I respect that. Thank you for letting me know. I want to respect you. Find someone who respects you. Find someone who can make you laugh. Yes, that's good. That's so important. Because nobody's trying to have a snooze fest. Right. And isn't it Period. a thing? Isn't it a thing like the more you laugh, the longer you live? Um, yeah. It's I prob- would be like 102. It's probably not scientific, but like. I mean, spiritually. I mean, spiritually. And <laughs> it's good for the People soul. People love happy spirits. For the soul. Yeah. People love happy spirits. Exactly. Yeah. Honesty. Mm-hmm. Boundaries. Trust. Trust, mm. love. Yeah. One thing I humor. had was like peace. Absolutely. And something Sarah told me was because Sarah's the most peaceful person in the I know. world. Um, that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, we were talking one time, and she's she's one of my mentors too. You know, and she said follow peace, and that's always stuck with me. So like follow peace in everything that you do in your friendship. Leave with love. Right. Follow, follow peace. peace. Like. <laughs> Like it's so, like just wow. with everything you do, with every decision that you make, like follow peace. If you have peace in your heart and your soul that it's right, then follow that, you know. And so like with friendships, with relationships, whatever, like follow peace. And you know, I don't think that can really ever steer you wrong if you absolutely truly have, if you truly have peace in your soul. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, absolutely. That's I really good. Wholeheartedly agree. Yes. So. So good. Yes, yeah, this is so good. Anything else you want to add? I think we covered a lot, and it was amazing. Very good. Yes. Very good. Let's go. Jordan, Joe, J-O, um, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for podcast. having me. Right. Pursuing purpose. Yes. Love you. Love All right. You. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.